And now, wine that rocks. Pairing great wine and a great song with Gazette wine critic Bill Zaharkio on the spirit of rock. Shome 97.7. At 7.50. Good morning, Bill. Howdy, man. How are you this morning, lad? Oh, you know. <laughs> it sounds like Friday. you're having a good stretch. <laughs> yeah, I was having a good stretch there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. Hey, uh, uh, Bill, I, I want to uh, start uh, this morning by asking you a question I know you know about. Um, right. uh, the um, the fact that uh, David McMillan and uh, Ryan and other people at uh, restaurants in town are uh, experimenting with uh, civil disobedience, as they yeah. say, selling selling wine because they have to and they feel the government is ignoring them. Give people an idea of how much money is in the basement at some restaurants Ooh. that's just sitting there. Yeah, I mean... Some of the bigger restaurants, you could be up to a million dollars. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, I was. I was telling yeah. a friend that yesterday, and 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 he said, "No, I don't believe that." Yeah, and yeah. I said, "Some of the big restaurants have anywhere between a quarter million and a million dollars worth of inventory." Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And there's a lot of money in there. Yeah, yeah. Their hands are being tied by the government. So I'm yeah, I'm not a civil know. disobedience guy, but on and in this case, I support the restaurants 100. percent Yeah, I don't really mind a little bit of civil disobedience. I think yeah. that's. You know, because mm-hmm. the, the whole thing really doesn't quite make sense. You know, the yes. fact that you can pack thousands of people into a Costco, but you can't like yeah. go sit in a in a restaurant environment. Like I, I that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And like, also, uh, knowing what I know about guys like Ryan at Nora Gray and what they know about wine, you can get some spectacular bottles from these. Oh guys. yeah, yeah. Especially hey. if you're into like if you want to try out the more natural wine stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because like all the the private import stream is uh, gets bigger and bigger and bigger every year in Quebec, mm-hmm. and you have to order by the case. Yeah, even though like over the last six months the SEQ has relaxed those rules slightly, mm-hmm. um, but you know those uh, th- there's a lot of really small, really good producers that are available only on private import. Right, and um, and the beauty about these guys, and this is why I've been pushing for the end of the SEQ, or at least liberalizing it is to allow like a lot of these agencies that do this importation yep. to actually have a storefront right so yep. you can go yep. and just go like it's i don't know we're not children anymore like we no they yeah like, and and you know what telling us when to drink you when know, i live when i lived in alberta some of the private wine stores were spectacular doesn't even begin to describe mm-hmm. it you know and it's a combination of government control and private enterprise in Alberta, and it works fine. Yeah, it it's, works it's great. Just, you know, like yeah. the SAQ should just, they want to get their, all their money import to do yeah. it. At least, like, let people who know what they're doing yeah. open stores. So you know, if, you're, if you're looking for a spectacular bottle of wine that you may have had at a favorite restaurant, now might be the time to go see these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about what you're recommending this weekend. Okay, this is actually uh, a response to a, uh, this, this is actually a very funny email because it's a fellow who doesn't really know wine all that well. And okay. He was wanted to buy a bottle for his boss, and he knows that his boss, he heard through the grapevine that he loves Brunello. And he writes me this letter, he goes, go want some Brunello, it's like 50 bucks, what is that, you know? And, <laughs> you know, is it worth it? And I'm like, I don't know, dude, you know, like... <laughs> Stop it. Like, I hate that question more than anything. Like, if you can afford it, right? Yeah. Like, is, is a Mercedes worth it? 
You know, when you look at the actual value, I don't know. Like, it really, if you have to eat lentils, you know, for a month because you want to drink a $50 (laughs) wine, don't buy it, right? Right, right. Um, Essentially, I I said, look, I mean, like, Brunello is expensive in part because of name, also in part because they have to age the wine four years before they release it. So Mm -hmm. it's like you're, you know, much like the restaurants, like holding inventory, you know, you got to hold hold this bottle for four years, right? And there's a lot of oak aging and and a lot of flaw flaw associated with it. You know, does it translate into the prices they charge? Not necessarily. So I told them that there's two wines that are that are associated with Brunello, or one's associated, one's right next door. Um, one is a Rosso di Montepulciano. So instead of Brunello, right, mm-hmm. it's a Rosso. And basically, if it doesn't age the four years, they call it a Rosso. So you're getting the same grapes okay. for all intents and pla- you know purposes. Yeah. It's the same Sangiovese, um, but they're, it's a little bit less oaky generally. I find I, I actually prefer it okay. because it's a little fruitier and a little bit more straightforward. And, you know, I'm not a complicated guy. And uh, the other one was um, right next to it. The, this used to actually be more expensive than Brunello. It's a, an appellation called Vino Nobile de Montepulciano. And again, it's the same thing, but you get it for 20 bucks less. So anyways, okay. I know that we're getting... Tight on time, right? Yeah, we are. Okay. <laughs> go, Bill, go, Bill, go, Bill, do it. So um, I got two Rosso de Montepulciano's, right? Which I, And these are great. Like, if you're looking for, like, the good turkey cranberry sauce stuffing wine, this is it. Because Sangiovese has that earthiness and has good acidity for um, to handle cranberries. So mm-hmm. uh, one is from a house called Salcetto, uh, Rosso de Montepulciano, 2019, 22 bucks. So... Good deal. There you go. Yep. And another one, which is absolutely spectacular. That, I love both these houses. Um, it's another Rosso de Montepulciano that just came out. It's twenty three ninety five um, from the house of Poliziano, and okay. uh, both of those are spectacular. And so, Ben, if you if you if you don't want, if you want to spend some cash, right, and give the Brunello guy something, there is one Vino Nobile de Montepulciano from the same house, Salcetto, thirty one bucks, and it is as good as a Brunello, if not better. Wow. Okay. This I didn't know this about the about Rosso and Bruno. That's a that's a terrific lesson, Bill. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and you know, but I, you know, I do actually. When I say I prefer it, mm-hmm. I do because mm-hmm. like I'm not big on oak and yeah, flaw gotcha. flaw, and like I just want something that drinks well. You know, like, oak and flaw flaw. I flaw, like that. Flaw. There's a lot of flaw flaw going on in the world, dude. <laughs> okay. I'm anti flaw. As, as yeah. always, uh, this. Uh, this will be up at Shome.com. The wines will be listed there. What song did you uh, Okay, we're going for? straight. We're going bony like Sangiovese. This is, I love pavement. This is uh, Harness Your Hopes, folks. So if you don't know pavement, this is, this is like good rock. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Uh, bon weekend, Bill. Okay, you too, Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. Bye.